the Hoover Dam and bought one of them damn Powerballs tickets. Oh, you should have. You could have paid myself my 1.9.9 bill. Well, you wouldn't have actually got that much because you would have had to share it. That's the issue because we did have a winner, didn't we? Um, well, I wouldn't get all, obviously would not get one all 1.9, but I think I would have ended up with like 1.1 maybe. Well, you would have ended up with 900 and 950 Something million. million. Yeah. That's what you would have ended up with, uh, I reckon. So could have could have figured it out, you know. Make that, like you know what? I bet I could have turned that into a billion right quick. You you dump some of that into some <laughs> some safety uh, growth, and and you're you're at a billion like a minute. Yep, dump it into gold. Problem. That's the way to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> dump it into a, a Dogecoin. I was thinking. <laughs> Dumps the right word there. Uh, All right, let's let's put some of this gold on on uh, wax, all right? Sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine podcast with Griff and Tony. There he is. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Griff. It's another episode of the Beer Engine Podcast. Uh, also joined by uh, my co-conspirator in uh, major election fraud, uh, Tony. Hello, Tony. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Now, uh, I don't know about you, but on Tuesday, you know, just the other day, I was, um, I, I assume like most of my listeners, I had, uh, I put on my full uh, camo uh, head to toe that I got from the army surplus, uh, strapped up my, my, uh, ski, ski mask, Absolutely. Uh, put on my big reflective sunglasses, had two sidearms, both side sidearms, uh, at my waist at the ready. Oh, your waist. And, so I thought uh, you would have gone with the bra holster thing like Crowder goes with. And I just hovered around the, uh, sil- the, the target at Silverado ranch um, waiting for people to come vote and see if they notice me. Just kind of nudge them every once in a while. Um, maybe get in the car and rev my F three fifty with the Punisher sticker on the back every every like half Ooh, hour yeah. or so. Spew some diesel. Get people. Yeah, see if I can get people a little bit anxious and uh, you just kind of saying vague threats like yeah, you don't know what's going to happen if you don't pick the right person. You know. <laughs> oh. Hey. You know, if you don't you don't choose my guy. I uh, I don't know what I'm liable to do. Well, you you obviously must be talking about the um, completely democratic system that uh, you guys have from time to time called the midterms. Yeah, it's going great. Um, red wave, baby! Yeah, Woo! The red the red wave is here. Um, like it's like we're looking at a. It's like watching an ocean spray commercial out here. It's so it's so much a red wave. It's it's wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, somewhat unconvincing. I don't know. I guess I had I, I hate I hate election day, and I didn't realize that here uh, in Nevada we actually just have election a full election week because it takes forever to fucking count everything here. Even though we live in the city, which pretty much might have the most machines built to do math and counting. <laughs> In than any other place on earth, 
the companies that make the the counting machines are here. How are we so bad at this? I don't understand how how counting and math was such a challenge for uh, Nevada. It's it's very bizarre. IGT is here. You can't. You're telling me they can't make a machine that does random number generation and math and uh, counting shit. I mean, that's all we do is count money. I don't get it. Well, you know who I blame. Brandon. <laughs> well, no, I was actually gonna. <laughs> Gonna blame Doctor Oz because we all know. Oh, Doctor Oz! We all know his. That was my favorite thing. Doctor Oz losing was quite funny to me. That was pretty good. I know to Um, a tad. I can say that as a fellow stroke victim. I can say that. that. Um, Yeah, I haven't. uh, Has uh, I mean, he's he's maybe gonna make it through the term. I mean, that is one of those. Had a little bit of that John Ashcroft vibe of uh, John Ashcroft versus a dead guy, but at least I guess at least um, uh, John Fetterman has like a stance on stuff and has yeah. a uh, is a unique person. Look, I, I think you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and um, in the fact that he does have an auditory issue and the brain is a complicated organ. It's just that shitheads like Oz could take advantage of that. And his own um, campaign allowed a rapid fire debate to go on, which wasn't good, but he was still able to overcome that and and beat one of the biggest shitheads of all time. I did hear, I don't know whether it was true. It was on TikTok um, that Oprah was actually openly endorsing Fetterman over Dr. Oz which I think is kind of amazing yeah, considering how... wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. How much of a career um, Oprah gave that shithead. Yeah, it's it's interesting with Dr. Oz. You know, he was like a real... I mean, we've talked about this. He was like a real heart valve surgeon uh, oh. in a real world. And he, he sort of has had a... Um, I, it would never... Because that would never happen in real life. But he almost, he almost reminds me of Tobias from Arrested Development in the kind of the depth of his uh, just fall here where he's i mean he's so obsessed with getting into whatever the hot thing is like kind of like tobias where he's like i'm gonna get into tv i'm gonna get into politics i'm you know i i gotta get wherever the action is yep and he's just gone from being like a head of surgery tobias i believe was head of the psych division at massachusetts general (laughs) (laughs) so he was like a real medical doctor and then became the guy who blew himself i mean it's it's just it, he, Doctor Oz has a lot of that vibe to him, where he's just like pandering so bad. Yeah, but that that was a good commentary by Arrested Development on people that are good at one specific task doesn't make you a well-rounded human. Sure, Doctor Oz, or good can, at anything else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Doctor Oz is a truly atrocious human being outside his ability to operate on hearts, kind of like Ben Carson. These guys yeah. are geniuses at one specific task, and I'm not going to deny that. Dr Oz is an amazing surgeon. Ben Carson was an amazing surgeon. Um, But outside of that, both dumb as dog shit. Like, Dr Oz is not a real human being. He's almost like AI program the rest of his personality. When when you see him go into a store... That's sort of standard for surgeons. Surgeons, I would say, in general, I don't know, I haven't met a lot of them, I, I... have, I've had a, I had a relationship with one for a period uh, who was awful good at it and a relatively nice guy anyways. But he, um, you know, they aren't, they aren't doctors you go see no. to treat you for anything. They sort of have a skill 
Um, and uh, they're very um, direct. Uh, they're very direct and they do their one thing and they, they have enough. Obviously, they have a lot of medical knowledge and can yes. be dangerous with it. But they aren't an internist. You wouldn't go them go to them to like treat you for anything no. specific besides doing surgery, and and that's really interesting because it, that's why it's so bizarre that Doctor Oz was doing like medical advice and stuff, and even Ben Carson, because those guys don't actually know any of that shit no. or care. They just did their one thing. They were like um, mechanics, you know. They just have like sort of a function. Um, not to say that some surgeons aren't, you know have a I mean, many surgeons i'm sure have a wide breadth of knowledge i'm i'm i'm, I'm probably unfairly um <laughs> reducing them into being like dr oz that's not true but there is no there dr oz was not seeing such this wide variety of patients in his office with a lot of different ailments and interesting treatments or anything like that or having to deal with medicine or pharmaceutical he was just operating on people and then he was like what if i did some oprah hits you know <laughs> uh it's it's just bizarre how he got to where this is but you know what whatever it, and he's he's out of our lives for a little while anyways well is he doing a radio show or anything i don't know i don't i don't follow him that closely i, I did occasionally see where he'd, he'd do like social media clips in the supermarket and go how about the mm. price of salary and how about yeah. how about the price of truffle truffle oil? Prices are out of control. Inflation's out of control. Like celery and truffle yeah. oil are the it same co- thing. It, it, it cost me two hundred dollars to fill up my F three fifty with gas. Well, no he, shit. He's not driving an F three fifty. Well, no, but he's S class I mean, Mercedes. That's sort, of a, sort of a standard. Yeah, the, the but he wasn't being the everyman in that way. Is, uh, He'd just go into the, the supermarket, standard. but I'm sure he still drove yeah. his S-Class Mercedes or, or had somebody drive him. Well, the standard with dog whistle for inflation is like people trying to fill up their 50, you know, 50-gallon tank of with gas and be like, that's so goddamn expensive. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing with that car? I mean. Yep. I know. Idiot. It's crazy. Um, anyways, the next. The next few days are going to be painful. Uh, don't really know what's going to happen here in Nevada. I, I have a, I have inklings that I'm not going to speak on too much, but I, I suspect um, red wave, uh, baby, some, it's coming. Some, some will be some things will be better than than others, but um, I'm trying to be not entirely pessimistic. Uh, Tony, speaking of um, uh, widespread pessimism, you know, last week I, I think we we spoke fairly negatively negatively of the uh, formerly the New Jersey Nets. Uh, I'll learn their new name one of these days. Um, <laughs> they're from they're from somewhere out there. Uh, now we 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 have to retract uh, the the poor reporting of um, one Adrian Wojnarowski, if you've ever heard of this guy. Um, because he was fairly confident that the Nets were about to hire Ime Udoka, and maybe they were, but it doesn't appear that they were or are, because now they've actually hired Jock Vaughn, which um, uh, I, I kind of thought they were just going to do anyways. And um, they're playing a little bit better without Kyrie, oddly yes. enough, which this, is which actually you predicted, I believe. I did. This is, to not, some degree. this is not some 4D chess bullshit. This isn't 3D chess bullshit. This isn't even chess. This isn't even checkers. This is a noughts and crosses prediction. You knew once Kyrie goes off your team, you're going to be better. 
He's a great ball handler. He would be amazing at the Olympic sport of three-on-three three, where that shit oh, yeah. would be absolutely killer. But that is not the modern NBA. And to be as inefficient as a teammate as he is, um, he is the genuine sub- subtraction um, Addition by subtraction, I meant to say. Um, now, do I think that solved every Brooklyn Nets issue? Mm-mm. No. Um, the drama surrounding Kyrie over this past week has been amazing. Um, there's a dude who thinks he's the smartest dude in every room he ever walks into. He can walk into a fucking... Um, and there are and honestly, I'm not sure there's many... I'm not sure there's many rooms where he would be. I don't think his own – I don't even know if he walks into the room with the 12 other guys on his team and oh. he's even in the top three. Or even in the top 11. Seriously. Yeah, well, well, no. It might very well could be, yeah. This is somebody that retweets um, Alex Jones. This is somebody who honestly thinks the world's flat, who tries <laughs> to stand up for oppressed people but can't actually name who those oppressed people are. This guy is right. at he's minimum not, Ineloquent and at worst, just a dumbass. I think he's a dumbass who can play basketball. Yeah, he's probably a dumbass. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I now that I look at the roster, you know, the Nets have kind of a smart team, oddly yep. enough. Joe Harris, uh, Durant, uh, smart guy, Seth Curry. Yep. Uh, hey, Ben's, Ben Simmons has at least been thoughtful, I think. Ben Simmons is a smart dude, um, uh, has his, mental issues. About his but challenges. Yep. Right. Uh, Patty Mills. Uh, Patty Mills. He's without a doubt. Markeith Morris is a really interesting person. Um, yep. I don't know I don't know much of Edmund Sumner, uh, no. unfortunately, sadly. Or, or Claxton. Um, um, there are a few other Bruce guys. Bruce O'Neill, I think, has been around for a while. But anyways... Yeah, he's pretty stupid, and um, it is funny that this this whole thing. Now, we we should I should also say that the Nets are playing better, and they're at least winning games that they should win. Yeah, they've won three out of four, but they those wins are against the what we got Brooklyn, or sorry, no. sorry the Knicks. They're they're Brooklyn. Yes, uh, they they beat the Knicks, they beat the Hornets, and they beat the Wizards, who are. Not three of the great teams in the league, I would say. No, you're absolutely right there. They're, um, they're not great teams. But two of those three teams that they've beaten that you mentioned were above them. So that's a start. Mm-hmm. Only really the Hornets um, suck ass. But and they lost, to da- they lost to Dallas, who's trying to put it together too. So. Yeah, Dallas is starting to put it together. But, yeah, I always thought that was going to come. I honestly thought they were... And it wasn't just the fact that Woj tweeted out about Ime Adoka that they were going to hire him. I just think they had so much backlash from it and I think the the Kyrie issue was a nice distraction and they didn't end up making a fatal mistake. I didn't think... They just said, like, no, we're not doing this, yeah. Yeah. I think they were able... They might have had a handshake agreement but they never got it signed and I think it worked out for them. So I think they've dodged a bullet there. Just looking at Luca every night is just like 30, 36, 10 and 8 or whatever. Good Lord. Yeah, uh, that's going to be an issue come playoff time. Not the fact that they're going to be able to shut down one player, but he's going to be tired come playoff time because they're not yeah, in a comfortable that, yeah. position. 
I mean, when he's he's fit, I, th- I think he is more fit than he's been, but he's just a big boy. It takes a lot of energy to move all that yeah, Luca around, you know? He's, I don't buy into all that stuff. I just think it's hard for one person to do all that shit. I think Luca's weight no, no, is so course, overrated because if he drops pounds, no, he's not going to get quicker. A, I think he's. I think he looks great. He looks fine. Yep. I just think that you know, especially for he is a big man. He's tall. Yes. Um, and those guys do wear. I mean, uh, the weight of the world I get is also, is tiring. It's just on its own. So he's not be able to do it all year, yep. even if he were a little guy. But. Boy, it does the the beating on the joints and the feet <laughs> for that many games. Uh, you know, that's just that's just a lot to really have to. If he's going to have to drag them, you know, tooth and nail to get them into yeah. the playoffs. But you never know who is going to take a beating. You look at Derek Rose and what happened to him, and the way his body broke down and was never the same player after. After that electrifying first few years in the in the competition, um, so yeah. w- I know there's more of a track record with that affecting big guys, but I just don't think you can actually work out who's going to get worn out quick, and it shouldn't be a tremendous knock on their career. Everybody's um, body actually reacts differently mm-hmm. to the amount of contact we we take. So. <laughs> Anyways, the Bulls, the Bulls like are doing exactly what I thought. They're competitive. Um, they're interesting to watch. They're about a, probably a little better than they've been so far. Uh, if they can um, stay healthy, and if they get Lonzo back, you know they'll they'll be fine. They're, they're a uh, fun we'll team to watch. Enjoy them while you can. They're a good watch. Um, yep. Also a good watch. I know you're not a hockey fan, but for my um, uh, the the Golden Knights are a great hockey team to watch. They are very fun. Um, they are very fast. So uh, actually having a nice fall here, where I get to watch teams that are interesting. The Bulls and the Golden Knights. They actually do stuff. That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, Golden Knights are good though, so that's kind of a difference. They're like legitimately good. Um, but yeah, the Nets. What a, it's a, it'll be a saga. It's replacing Alex Jones really as some of the silliest. Um, oh, stuff. I don't know. And because did you hear about it, Alec, we, we, Alex Jones's court costs? Uh-uh. Uh I think it was another four hundred million dollars total that he had to pay out in um, court costs and legal fees. Well, I say pay out. There was a judgment against him that will stay on him for the rest of his life, which is the best we can hope for, as I've mentioned. So it's all coming up roses at the moment. Um, Kyrie's not playing basketball and Alex is losing more money. So that's great. And guess who else is losing money? I heard about this guy losing money. Mark Zuckerberg. Is this, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is losing money. That's right. I yep. heard about him. And you know who's and losing think, more money than uh, the Zuck? I, I think- I think that Musk feller has been losing a, <laughs> losing his shirt. And if you've seen him without his shirt on, you really don't want to see that. You need oh. him to get his shirt back. Um, yeah, Twitter. Um, Tony, now you've already paid your $8, I know, right? Oh, of course. What I want is a check mark that I can buy because that, that means I'm legit. <laughs> Actually, no, what means I'm legit is if I get the double check mark because oh, yeah. to be verified – but to be verified real are two different things. Well, they were for a split second. Um, so what's the fucking point of a check mark? Oh, that's right. You actually have no business model for this thing you bought in because 
your ego couldn't stand actually calling this deal off, you piece of shit. One of my favorite, so the, the, for the, for the uninitiated yes. that aren't online all the time, like me. Um, so, you know, I, I think most people know that uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I think that's well, we're all well aware of that now. We should, be. but he, um, he is, he is a fucking idiot and, and he has, he's starting, he just wants to fuck with it. And I yes. don't know why. Um, so he's, trying to get it so that little check mark that they use to essentially verify uh, that somebody is who they say they are. So say if, um, I mean, one of us are, and, and usually it's somebody of some relative influence. Yep. So, so I would say, uh, Hey, Elon Musk, you know, you, you have the name Elon Musk. You are the guy who runs the car company with the iPad. Um, you uh, get a check mark because when you tweet, you don't want somebody else who's putting the name Elon Musk uh, uh, and saying, um, you know, pee pee poo poo. You know, I, I only the real Elon Musk. You can only trust the pee pee poo poo from him. You yeah. know, you only you don't want to trust fake Elon Musk's pee pee poo poo. But now you could just buy that check mark. So one example that I saw today was someone bought a check mark, and people are using it for evil, which is funny and comic evil. Uh, they bought a checkmark, um, and they changed their handle to Nintendo of America, so the company that makes the <laughs> Nintendo, and then put up a big picture of Mario from the Mario Brothers fl double birding, fl flipping everyone <laughs> off with both middle fingers. So that's – and that's – Kind of another reason I think advertisers may be concerned about doing advertisements on here. Yep. Because it's get, you could have an advertisement from, say, um, the Red Lobster, and it says, come in for our shrimps, you know, uh, verified real Red Lobster. Then right after it, you know, I have changed my name to Red Lobster, and, I, and it's, a, it's a lobster rubbing a, a human pussy for some reason. Well, of course. The classic... So, Classy joke. So how? So why would so Red Lobster is like, well, what the fuck? You know, how, <laughs> it looks like we just posted, you know, masturbating lobster, and uh, we just wanted to talk about our shrimp and the shrimps. You know, so you can kind of tell why there might be some 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 concern from the from the advertisers about this because they don't want to get caught up with you know in this fucking total free for all. Um, so very stupid. I mean, an insane decision that really failed to understand the like. Not to get business nerd guy here, or whatever, but yeah, the, the, the desired the desired outcomes that people have when they're doing any of this stuff on Twitter. Uh, it just it misses the mark of why people use Twitter, uh, who is using it for what. Um, I guess, uh, any of that stuff is just totally, it's just like, well, what if we just made it a big cesspool of lunacy? Um, I mean, it already was nuts enough. We don't need more. Yeah. Oh, it uh, wasn't a well-run business. This is the thing. And, and Elon was promising to come in and clean this shit up, but he's just made it worse. He's essentially, you know, the Springfield tire fire. He has just yeah. added a shit ton more tires to that fire. Yeah, it's just worse. I mean, yep. it's just it's just making it more. You're already de any social media. You're already dealing with. I don't know who this guy is. You know what is this? 
Uh, You're already having to like spend a lot of time vetting the reality of any situation, of course. But now it's just even harder. You know, you've no help. (laughs) No, Um, the company deliberately makes it more confusing for you to actually find out whether this is legitimate or not. Right. And they were, and honestly, I do think they were making some progress in, I mean, it was probably somewhat, I don't want to say it was over-moderated. It was, it was probably still under-moderated. Yep. Um, I mean, hell, any forum you go to or Reddit, subreddit has more moderation than Twitter ever did. But there's, um, there was at least stuff that was like, okay, this is about this topic, or this is about, um, th- this is, we don't have, we can't verify this information or anything like that. Like, okay, well, that's at least something. But just to turn it into a, a total free for all again, I think is is probably going to be pretty unpopular with the people who like have to who are like paying the bills over there. Yep. Um, pretty funny though. I mean, he's getting destroyed. He's already lost a whole shitload of money. I know. Um, he took a bunch of money. I mean, I thought it was a ruse to keep Tesla stock from not bottoming out, and he's still bottoming out there, so it doesn't matter. Well, it, it was I mean, always going to cause that price to crash it was just there was a whole bunch of investors trying to ride that wave to the very top until just before he actually cashed out of the stock it's it's going to be a disaster at at tesla and especially with the way the loans are secured um yeah musk is in real personal jeopardy unlike most um loans and how they're secured um, some of the banks are taking on the debt without securing it through through uh, lending houses and stuff like that because the risk was too high. So I really do hope yeah. he defaults. And I, I don't want to cause economic harm, but it would be nice for both he and some of these banks that have taken the gamble to at least get um, a little bit of comeuppance. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to. Um deal with further further inflation if it means some banks get blasted to hell i can tolerate it yeah you know you know what else is causing inflation and nobody ever talks about dogecoin yeah yeah uh i'm ready to just be over crypto i think um what was the thing that happened today i mean i don't follow it that closely but well, today, um, or the last couple of days, now, I don't, you don't watch the Super Bowl, Tony, because you ain't here. Well, I do but, watch um, the Super Bowl. Okay, well, then you probably saw the commercials for FTX. Yes. Um, which was this big crypto exchange. Um, all the crypto was going nuts earlier this year. They're buying, you know, they're buying naming rights. They're buying, you know, there's an FTX arena now. Um, is that the Miami one, I think? Um, there's all this stuff and FTX had Larry David and all the, um, some of the famous guys doing it. And Matt Damon was doing crypto, but <laughs> yep, it is so Florida. it's being unearthed now <clears throat> that, um, that FTX was just a total fucking scam. And the guy who ran it is just like parachuting out for all the money, but other company was trying to buy it so it could rescue some of the liquidity and uh it can't and they're they're backing out of it and this guy's just gonna like dive bomb and disappear with everybody's everybody's cash and bitcoin is dive is speaking of dive bombing bitcoin is and all the other cryptocurrencies are bottoming out 
And it's just time. I just think we're just, we're done with this now. I mean, NFTs we pretty much wrapped up on, right? Yep. NFTs. I think I haven't heard. I actually have not heard anything about an NFT till it just passed across my brain again right now. Well, so, the last time I thought about NFTs, well, when we we were speaking about NFTs with Goose Island, which was some time ago. Oh God! No one. Yeah, that, yeah, that's nothing, huh? Yep. Um, and and. And I, I think it's just time to to wrap this up with the crypto stuff. I, I think um, the the scam has been revealed many times over. Um, if you if you haven't caught on to the scam yet, you are truly one of the dumbest people on earth. Um, you are you and Kyrie Irving would be <laughs> uh, your two brain cells each would be rubbing each other uh, together like a trying to start a fire um in your in your tiny brain uh like two cavemen there's nothing left uh it's all gone it's all dead a lot of the other currencies are dying it's just nothing there so i i I don't know how you cannot witness this i don't know how much of the scam you can witness and still be like all right well i'm but i'll get mine yeah the problem is (laughs) you gotta be nuts the problem is there are still people getting rich and until Un, unwitting potential victims stop getting rich. I'm, I'm, I'm talking there is a very small percentage of people like in um, pyramid schemes that are getting lucky still and like in the early days of pyramid schemes, I should say, um, were getting lucky and until they stop getting lucky, crypto will be a thing. It'll just become a much smaller and smaller thing. We need for these scam artists all of them to cash out at near the same time for it to really be over because there is a very small percentage of people that are that are beating the system. This is not three-card Monty where only the shills get lucky. Uh, that's part of the genius of crypto and its scam is it's not a straight-up three-card Monty trick. There is some outside... Um, Outside influence that can win occasionally and get lucky, kind of like a carnival game. You can That's... get lucky. It's like it's like gambling. Yeah, it is. well, it's worse. The returns are worse. The returns are worse. Oh than yeah, gambling. no, they're worse. Right? Yeah, gambling. I get to go play a game. Yep. You know. <laughs> you, but you <laughs> know it's rigged. Really... Um, right. You know it's rigged. That's why it's gambling. You you yep. know you're supposed to lose more than you win. Now, well, and that's not, I mean, that's not true, but that's just how Vegas is set up. You know what the deal is. Yep. You at least go into it knowing that uh, if I play blackjack uh, for an hour a day for the rest of my life, uh, I will lose uh, 51% of the time and win 49% of the time. Yes. You yep. know, that's just, I'm just giving up, I'm giving up the juice. You know what I mean? It's, I get it. Um, but if this, you're just like, well, I maybe you know I, yeah. it's it's like playing a lottery more than anything. I mean, well, it's playing a lottery, but it's also it's a good that doesn't need to be invented. Like, what was wrong with money? Yeah, in the something first place? that doesn't exist. Yeah, it, it's money, but worse. If that makes sense. So, crypto coin is traceable unless you do an exchange of hard drives in person. It is uh, very much less secure. Like. The, like this dude doing a run with everybody's money, the, the wallets in crypto are rife for people to take advantage of and steal 
and use deception to get a hold of them. And it's it's solving a problem that didn't exist. Money's not perfect, but gee, it's been a pretty good system um, to 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 put a marker on on goods that people want to exchange. Yeah, you know we can go back to uh, you know trading a rock for a whatever you know a horse, but this is working fine, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know what we have with crypto is some like like we've I've said it before. I can't buy a pizza with the with crypto i can't go i can't go to Domino's and be like yo can you take some of this can you take this flash drive you know <laughs> I, they're not gonna let me do that so it's um I, i'm over it and i think it's it's over i think it's over Fingers and crossed. maybe maybe there is farther to go down um but it feels like it's over um i don't know that's that's just my hope. Uh, Tony, I have one beer thing I want to talk about because I had to publicly thank my our, our friend of the show, Mr. W. Tudes, for picking up uh, my Benthic box today. I got a box of Benthic. Benthic got released, Tony. And we've talked about Benthic here. That's the coffee coconut stout, barrel-aged stout from Half Acre. Yep. Uh, uh, now, Tony, why don't, we, why don't we recap what's in the box? That's that's Ooh. one thing I think we should do, right? So, um, you can tell me if I you can tell me if I overpaid for this. All right, so let's let's see what you think. I don't think I did because I like it, and I'm I don't care. But uh, here we go, Benthic box set. We have uh, four twelve ounce. Uh, Benthics. So a four pack of regular type Benthic barrel aged coffee, coconut stout. Already heard from W twos that it's amazing. Of course. And you get two, uh, two cans of vanilla Benthic, and so that's just gonna have the uh, that's gonna have your you know vanilla in there, Madagascar vanilla beans. And you get two of the cherry brandy Benthic. Now what do you think about this? Um, it's age 11 month in cherry brandy barrels. Well, one of my favorite chocolates of all time is cherry liqueurs, which is just a. Yep, this sounds good. That, which is just a brandied cherry in a hard chocolate shell. So I'm all about that. Now you get two more with a. With, that are, um, it's called the Sunken Ghost Vintage Blend Barrel. Uh, and the, so this has. Um, a bunch of vintage barreling. So it's last year's Benthic age 21 or 23 months in various bourbon barrels. So one's it's got Blanton's E.H. Taylor and Eagle Rare. Then another one, uh, then some base stouts, non-adjuncted, age 17 months in Heaven Hill, Beards, Bardstown, and Weller barrels. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, that I think that's good. a cool way of doing it rather than the way Goose Island do it. I think that's kind of cool. And then we have the – now, this is the one that we're all excited for. I get two of these, the 2 by 4 Benthic, twice as much coffee and four times as much coconut, baby. Oh. <laughs> what? What's what? that one called again? What? The Goose Special? What? They made it for me. It's got a little squid thing on it with four – and I'm the little squid thing. That's who it's for. Um, so, Tony, that's a total of, that's, uh, what, four plus, 
eight, that's 12 cans of benthic. What do you think I paid for that? Oh, in Australia, that would cost you 280 But in America, I'm going to say oh, 170 Nailed it. $176. Yes. Now, did I go, is that crazy? It's crazy, but it, no. it, it, it's crazy. But no, I, it's not. Know, I think that's... I've seen you pay $50 for a small single bottle of stout that no, I know. probably isn't this like good. I, but I didn't like that I did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it did taste good, though. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited about this. Uh, and I did throw in myself another. They they just have four packs of regular Benthic on sale just today when, when he picked it up. And I'm like, yeah, hit me with one of them. <laughs> one more. You got to get eight regulars because you know the second. It's only 12 beers. The second I get done with those, I'm like, where's the rest? Yeah, where's, where's, um, what am I going to do for another 12 months after I finish this right. in one session? So we stay. <laughs> about that? <laughs> we stack those up. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And guess what, Tony? Perfect timing. I'm going to be in Chicago on Monday um, oh, for work, so I can I can pick up my pick up my benthics. And it's probably uh, very excited. Benthic um, drinking weather in Chicago. Yes, right now. it's drinking weather. At least it's cold as shit. It's going to be 35 degrees probably. And I don't have my big coat here, Tony. And I'm not driving to my in-laws to go get it. So I'm just putting, I'm going puffer. I'm just going with the, we're going with the puffer and we're going to hope and pray. Puffer in a warm sweater. So you're going. we're going to say, all right, baby. You're going with the Melbourne uniform. That's, yeah. Uh, that's what Nick Talk pointed out to me at the, the brewery. And he's absolutely right. During a Melbourne winter, everybody is in a puffer jacket. Um, there's a specific brand out in Melbourne. Uh, I think it's Katmandu. And every second fucker in Melbourne is wearing the black puffer jacket. It's not even mine's that cold. dark blue. Not sure where I got mine, but I, I think you know what? It's not. Yeah, it's not going to be as. It, I don't think Melbourne's getting as cold as no. as where I'm going to be on Monday. So I think uh, I think the puffer is probably going to be a bit under what I need. But hopefully, I put a thick sweater on. I'll be all right. And a couple of cans of benthic, and I'll be all ready to go. Yeah, that'll keep you roasty and toasty, that's for sure. That's right. Heaven, before I go to these meetings I have to go to, that's what I really need to do. Dump them in my coffee cup. Yeah, down a four-pack before you go to a meeting. So thanks thanks to W2s for getting that. And speaking of W2s, why don't we go in there and start playing around in our Discord where he's he lives, I think. <laughs> All right, Tony. Pretty good stuff this week. Um. Oh yeah, our friend Corey did tell us to vote. Uh, vote like our beard depends on it. If 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 we have a <laughs> if we have a prohibition candidate, I'm really going to lose it. That's really going to be an issue. Well, well, I'm sure we do, um, and I'm sure they're Republicans because most of them are, are Mormons. Yeah. Mormons, yeah. Mormons want to ban caffeine. Have you, seen those, have you seen those videos um, on TikTok or YouTube where they interview students from BYU and ask them if they've ever had coffee or what their favourite swear word is? It is hilarious. I have not seen that. I, I know most of them have probably not had coffee. 
Yes. Um, I mean, I, I just, I know that from, I, I did drum corps with a guy who grew up LDS and yeah, coffee, no coffee, no booze. None of that shit, man. No, just dry humping. Just dry, just dry humping and dry jacking. That's about it. <laughs> I'm not sure if they can dry jack actually. I don't think I don't they know. can, but they can dry hump. Dry humping is allowed. That's, that's cool. Um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, Nick Torque, of course, was out hitting, hitting more breweries. Now you've talked about Bright Tony. Yep. Um, this place looks nice. He was drinking the pumpkin pie Halloween ale. Now let's let me let me get a look in here at this menu. Uh, we got a black diamond, black eye, black IPA. Wow. We got yep. the pumpkin pumpkin beer. We got imperial pastry sour, staircase porter, hellfire amber, MIA IPA, blowhard pale ale, bright sour, and alpine lager. Their hellfire um, you know, amber I, is great, especially for where they're located um, in the um, in the mountains of Australia in in Victoria. They're in the Great Dividing Range. Um, it's sort of as close as we get to a true alpine area, and that is a delicious amber ale. I'm a big fan of that beer. Uh, big fan of their saison. Uh, that's that's the beer that you've heard me talk about a bunch of times on here from Bright. Yeah. That's great. All right. I think I would try the pumpkin ale. I'd be, I'd be into it. It looks good. Yep. Um, then he went to a brewery. Now, this is a type of brewery I'm familiar with. This looks like a pretty small operation right here at Crank Handle, uh, which is near Mount Beauty. It looks lovely in this place. Yep. Uh, drinking a little Mertzen. They have a little chalkboard menu, small little keg fridge. They got a rye lager, a, uh, an American wheat, American, a pale ale, espresso, dunkel, and saison. Now, this is a nice menu here, Tony. This you is why you lager, don't need a shit ton of and saison. I drink all I, those. All, rye, rye lager is a is fun to me. Yep. And I love it. I'm a sucker for American, so. But for me, it's the, the two at the other end of the menu that get me. The saison and the espresso dunkel sounds good, too. Yeah. Yep. Good color on the Meritzen, though. Nice looking, nice looking little nano joint right there. Yep. Uh, then he found his way over to Mita Mita. Um, so he was camping here. They have hops grown on site. This looks like a good joint, Tony. It's nice over here, Nick yeah. Torque. You're living it up over there. Yeah. It's something that we see in Australia a lot is the double place names. Do you see it in America? Because, of course... Um, there's there's a bunch of places like I I live near a place called Warwick Warwick. There's Mita Mita, um, one of the um, I think Wollongong is named twice. Do you have places that are named twice with the exact same word, or is it uh, Walla Walla Washington? I there think is the only one I can think of. But uh, I think beyond that, that's as good as I can do. Um. All right. Well, yeah, looks looks good. Looks cool. Picked up a four-pack of IPL. Not bad, Nick. Yeah, but then we get on to I'm, Max Allotment. No, yeah, so this I want to talk about. So okay. our friend Max here was at this Hop Opportunities place. I don't know where that – where do you say where this, where this is? Delray Beach, Florida. Sure. Um, now, pay by the ounce, and they have varying size pours of 
Civil Society, Jay Wakefield, Finback Parish, Outer Range, great breweries there. Um, so, Tony, let's look at the price on this. So, what's he got? Uh, so, he, he showed us a picture of the Jay Wakefield pills. It's 42 and a half cents an ounce. Um, that's, so, that's what would that mean? That is a good value. So every time I've been to one of these places, it has been insanely overpriced. <laughs> um, uh, I feel so that would be 10 ounces will be $4 and 20 cents. And now that's the happy hour price it says. So I don't know what yeah. the regular price is, but I find myself paying $12 for a, for a pint. And I'm like, and I had to pour it myself. I'm like, man, I can go to a bar where I get it poured for me. Yeah. Yeah. Spend less than that. You're a lazy bastard. I really like these things, and they are a novelty. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I want it's these to become the norm. But I, I'm a guy that's obsessed with, like, Japanese vending machines, and this is this is a nice spin on it. And I want to try all the beers, so I'd rather have one ounce of everything and pay th- three times the price than, than be stuck with, like, 12 ounces or something. That's, that's fine. Well, it's good that they have beers that people want. The The problem is every time I've been to one of these places, they don't have anything I really care about. True. Um, so that's a good, so they have Wakefield, Civil Society, Finback, Parish. you know, that's all killer. I mean, looks like he's got some nice hazy IPA here in his picture. That's great. I love it. You know, this place looks a little more chill than other, other types of these spots I've seen. So I support it. But most of the places I've been like this are kind of, average sports bars with mediocre food and yep. um charging 90 cents an ounce for a for a uh you know lager so um that said i would check this place out i don't know when i'll be in delray beach florida everybody knows how much i like florida so um you know, hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be a little bit um nick torque had at least one more spot on here you he went to um what is this brewery? Capital. Oh, no, this is this is this is his camping. Yeah. Spot. You picked up some Capital Trail Pale Ale though. Looks nice. Um, our friend Corey was over at Second Shift in St. Louis. Very good place. They have cats running around drinking BA Liquid Spiritual Delight with coffee. That's a great beer. I've had it many times. Very and delicious. A, and a ginormous blow up snowman. Big fan of that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, then uh, went to the Side Project Cellar, drank some Eau de Fermier. Uh, delicious beer right there. Very nice. And uh, then they ran over to Shared to drink some uh, Madame Ruby's and went to White Castle. Very good. And Hopefully they went to White down. Castle. So, well, Untapped was down this week. That was a big deal. Yeah, Untapped was down the other day. Yep. Um, I was actually at a bottle share when that was going on. <laughs> Um, but I didn't really care. It's fine. It just didn't matter anymore. Now, I'm seriously um, jealous of yes. Nick Talk right here. He is at a place. This is a Tops I'm... Brewery right here. Yep. Yeah. He's at Mountain Culture. Uh, I've even I've even had a beer that was done in collaboration with Mountain Culture. Let's let's peek at this menu, Tony. You can tell me about some of these. Okay. Just um, before we do that, pronounce the town that Mountain Culture are in. New South Wales, NSW is a state. but Katoomba. Katoomba. You were pretty close. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. A bit, Nailed there. it. Uh, so they got, oh, yeah, Scenic Route, 
IPA type to fun with salted lager. I've seen that style around a little bit lately. Um, we got a lager. We got American pale. Brown ale. Pale ale. Morning brown. Yeah, pale ale, a stout. Not too uh, boozy stout. A fest beer. Cult yep. IPA, hazy IPA. Cream of the crop, oat cream IPA. Okay, so they're taking shit from other half. Uncle Dad, <laughs> good name. New England IPA. Ladder to Heaven, DDH IPA. Charlie Work. Yep. I don't know what it says. Uh, IP, some IPA. Third Time Lucky, a uh, something New England IPA. West Coast IPA, sorry. And then uh, you got they got some other stuff. And they got burgers. Ooh, hell yeah. Burgers. I do. Snacks, not bad. Tater I think I'd have to get Uncle. Out, I, I think I'd have to get Uncle Uncle Dad out of pure curiosity, just because it's a funny name. <laughs> what did What did you? I'm not sure what Nick got, but it looks good. It would have been and the burger hazy. looks good, and the fries look really good too. How yeah. hazy were those beers? That's killer. And then uh, W2's posting today uh, with that 2022 Benthic can looks great. Beer looks great. I want it. I can't wait do. to pick it up next week. Um, what else we got? We got uh, some... in the kitchen. Let's yep. go in the kitchen here. Urgh. Damn you! Okay, here we go. Tony, you've been making pizza. Um, now sure tell have. us about these pizzas here. I see one. This one looks like prosciutto, arugula, rocket, yep. as you might call it, and um, some some pickled red onion. Yep, that's, that's the last one. week. You, you talked about that one. Yep. Yeah. And then today you got one. This looks like mushrooms, red sauce, and and mats. And olives. Don't forget about the olives. And olives. All right. So you got a briny boy there. Yes. Earthy briny it. boy. The crust crust looks like it's coming together. It looks good. Yeah, I'm starting to get the hang of the uh, cornichon, as they like to say, which is the puffy right. crust. So I posted something in here today too, and I want to sure ask you about these. So. Went to the Trader Joe's and they got all the seasonal shit, you know, seasonal stuff. So these were some, these are kettle chips. Uh, got picked up a little potato chips. These are Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving stuffing flavored seasoned kettle chips. Now, Tony, you know what, you know what Thanksgiving stuffing is or like a yeah. dressing? Yep. Like, I love like uh, bread. I love stuffing. Yeah. Well, technically dressing because I don't <laughs> like it in the bird. I like you guys it separate. Eat it. Pardon? Is that something you make there? Well, you... yeah, we, we, we do it for Christmas, but yes, we, we do. I, I do. Sure. Um, BA's Best is a really good recipe, kind of simple. and celery, onion, um, bread, stock. It's yep. delicious. That's, that's about it. Um, and then you bake it up and it's like kind of yep. crusty on the outside and it's kind of like a savory bread pudding in some ways. Yeah, but it doesn't suck because um, I don't like bread pudding, but I love stuffing. So anyways, um, I, I tried these. They do have some of the flavor. They grew on me a little bit. Um, first first bite or two, I was like, oh, this kind of tastes like the ground up stovetop stuffing <laughs> and sprinkled it on the chips there. Yep, which is heavy with um, oregano, if I remember rightly. Yeah. And and then once I got into it and, and hit it a little more, I was I was a little more happy with it. It it um it does have a lot of celery salt flavor, which I like. Ooh, nice. Um, and sort of like a, 
I don't know. It, it, I mean, I, what's it going to taste like? It can't taste like bread. I mean, that's the thing with stuffing. Like, it's got to be a lot of, um, it's got to be garlicky and uh, celery y. You know, there's, I, I always find that the dominating aromatic in the good stuffings that I like is celery and carrot and stuff like that. Yep. So you sort of want it to taste like that. And this was pretty good about, pretty good about it. So I'll eat them. I wouldn't buy them again. A little bit of a silly novelty, but, um, you know, it was content. What can you say about <laughs> beyond that, you know, something to talk about? I don't um, know. How about a great reply from Gramanazzi that goes into tremendous detail on a question that I posed last week about... Uh, yeah, last week. So, Tony, why don't you remind everybody what you asked about last week? Okay, so on Hot Ones, there's a sauce called De Bomb, and it's known for being an atrocious hot sauce um, to have a real chemical burn but it's only rated at 300,000 Scoville units because we were talking about Scoville units and about about their perception and because um, we were talking about hot sauce and um, 3 million Scoville hot sauce and, and whatever else. But I know on Hot Ones people really struggle with De Bomb because it is such right. an appalling sauce. And, and um, Grammar Purist went into tremendous detail well, um, on to what he gets from it because this is a guy that can handle multi-million this man, this man's had some hot sauce yeah, yeah. uh and he'll, he'll just eat these ghost peppers right off the damn bush but um yeah so um it's, he says the bomb is a horribly bitter sauce that adds nothing um what are you doing computer <laughs> stop it um it was created to be disgusting, and that is exactly what it is. It is even manufactured down the road from me in Kansas City. And he says his homemade sauce, while being very hot, uh, contains other flavors, mostly pears, because his pear tree produced prodigiously this year. And it will make us weep, but it doesn't make you nauseated from the bitterness. Um, Grand Purist, my man, uh, no need to send that to me. I think I would... Um, <laughs> <laughs> fold fold under the pressure, but maybe Tony's willing to give it a shot on one of his pizzas. But if, if we can get it through customs, I'd I'd give it a shot. I'm not yeah, a big hot sauce it. guy, but I reckon knowing Grammar Purist's um, palate, I reckon it would be full of flavor and it'd be worth the pain. It'd be very tasty. I think it's just yeah. I don't think I have the I don't think I have the Cones. wherewithal to tolerate tolerate the heat now i'm just i'm a big pussy i can't handle that there's no way my my delicate little palate can't handle it um I mean, you know why don't we uh oh did i pay, i think i pasted posted something in pastry bot pastry bot was back this week did you hear about that i didn't we found him so pastry bot made an appearance <laughs> Um, good to have him back. It's because I had been at burial. So <laughs> Tony, I posted this beer I had. It was, it was, it was all right. It was pretty good. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, this is from burials called things we see in the darkness dwell in the damnation of the unforgiven classic burial stout with candy, pumpkins, caramels, honey, dulce de leche, cocoa butter, and Tahitian vanilla bean. I expected it to be the sweetest thing I'd ever drank. And it was not, it was actually, pretty um okay uh from a sweetness standpoint it tasted good i mean the flavors were all on point but um it finished much it was not a thick boy it didn't finish 
with well, that thick cloying finish. It, it, it drank okay. Sounds like they well. fermented it out. That would have been a fairly high alcohol sucker, would it? If it wasn't it's a, a 16%, point. yeah. Yeah. Okay. They've, they've used all that sugar up for delicious alcohol's yep. sake. That's right, and it worked out great. Uh, tasty stuff. I don't think I'd buy it again. Candy pumpkins, I don't know if you ever had a candy pumpkin, Tony. They lend nothing. Um, they don't taste like pumpkin. They're just like little little sugary, waxy things. You know no, what I, mean? I haven't like, had them. Uh, they, it doesn't matter. It's just like you ever have a. It's like a, it's not a candy corn because candy corns are chewy. It's sort of just like a molded sugar bulb. Okay. Yep. I don't know what how to describe it, but there's there's really nothing to them from a flavor standpoint. It's, it tastes like just, sugar, which is. It tastes like sugar. Yeah. Uh, they're the worst thing you get in your co- in your trick or treat bag. Wow, that's a miserable because they're not fun to eat they don't have any any flavor and i don't like candy corn but at least somebody on earth does there are people who (laughs) do like candy corn i don't but um and when i was a kid i hated lemon starburst but now i actually like them so i don't know what about peeps or are they not a halloween candy um you know i i don't peeps are one of those things that mainly appears around easter time oh that's right all I know um, is John Oliver declares war on peeps every year. <laughs> People don't like him, man. So we got a uh, post in the – we got a question in the mail keg. Why don't we hit the mail keg? Oh, Jesus, I didn't realize we had a question in the mail keg. Let me get to the theme. <laughs> Perfect. Another flawless transition. Absolutely um, nailed it. So let's answer this question first before I talk about the picture. Uh, Corey asks us, instead of playing or working hard, what do you want to do? So, Tony, uh, if you didn't have to work so damn hard on this podcast and uh, have all the fun you were having, what what else would you want to do? Oh, I don't know. I think living Nick Talk's vagabond lifestyle, going from brewery to brewery is pretty fucking sweet. It does look sweet. Either that or watching a lot of porn all day. Yeah. Hey, Tony, why do you think they put the ads for other porn at the beginning of porn? Think about that. I don't know, but there's obviously a very small percentage of people that click on that. I I don't. I mean, because... It seems like the worst time to advertise porn. I'm already, yes. I'm already, I'm already doing it. And then you're trying to change my mind. I've, I've put in a very specific search term here, and you're just yeah. going to pop up a general ad? No, wrong, and wrong it's got time. The tick, tick, it's got the TikTok voice. <laughs> Millions of people are playing this game, or you will fuck your sister. Thing like the hell? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um. They should advertise for like, I mean, they should advertise for something. Like they should have pre-roll for like Hard salsa. Yeah, anything else. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like we're already, we've already, I already have made a handshake agreement. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, with my dick. I don't know, whatever. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways. I think you're accurate there. That's, what, that's one of those ones where I think you're accurate. What would I do if I were not? Working so damn hard um, and playing so damn hard. Oh, man. Um, you know, I really wish I could have a I, – I was – you know, I have a problem where I'm, I'm very um, 
not very dexterous person. I don't know if you knew that. Um, my, 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 I would love to make art of some kind, uh, like Tony does. Like I would love to make a scarf or like weave on a loom or like, uh, paint with wax, uh, paint something or whatever. But I'm, um, I'm very bad with my, uh, hands from like a dexterity standpoint. I tend to just drop stuff and not have a lot of, my perspective is not great either. I don't have any perspective. Um, so I, uh, I don't do that. Well, uh, and I, I probably wouldn't, I probably would enjoy something like that. I think. Yeah. Can I give you some life advice that I learned from Jordan B. Peterson? <laughs> just be good at something. Sobbing. Oh, I thought he was going to Just anything, crying. even if it's video games, just be good at something. The world needs you to be good at something, even if it's not important. Just be good at something. Sorry, my voice was mm-hmm. too manly then. I couldn't do Kermit the Frog very well, so I'm sorry. I apologise. Uh, just be good at something. That's more Yoda. <laughs> that was very much Yoda, and that's where I thought my voice was going to veer into and I didn't want to get sued by the Disney Corporation. Good at something you should be. <laughs> Because Jordan Peterson know. isn't other than almost dying from bad dietary choices. Is he eating livers and shit raw or whatever? Yep. Yeah, that's good. That sounds good. Anyways, so to, to move on from that, uh, Corey also included in his question a um, comment from, uh, I believe he does coach a, I think, he, okay, he's the coach of Mississippi State football. Uh, Tony, do you know this fellow, Mike Leach? No, I don't. Are you familiar with this guy? So he, um, uh, he became famous for having very innovative offenses um, that threw the ball a epic shitload at Texas Tech. And then I think he was at Washington State, and I think he did some abuse or something uh, with some guys at Texas Tech. Not sexual, just like... Physically and emotionally abusive. Normal football coach shit, pretty much. Um, And then uh, now he's at Mississippi State. And he says, uh, instead of playing hard, players want to eat a fish sandwich and drink lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. And that's why he said his team struggled against Auburn. I did check. They did win the game against Auburn, so it was kind of mean. But what do you got against fish sandwiches? Like, Okay, so I, I made the comment that this felt like it was racist. And, um... I, I don't want to have to defend that too clearly, but I will. My, the, the reason I'll say it is I don't think he could say fried chicken because that would be too obviously racist. Yep. But I, the I, fish, the fish sandwich, especially in places like Mississippi, yep. Um, the fried fish sandwich does tend to be a very popular food with um, black people in the South. Fair enough. <laughs> Just for the record, yeah. <laughs> I, and then the lemonade, the lemonade part seals it for me. I'm, I'm going to go yeah. with the lemonade really puts it across the finish line for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not surprising from a uh, football coach. I was going to say college coach, but, yeah, I think it's it's football coaches around the globe. He is a college coach. Uh, yeah. But, yes, um, not surprising from either of them, of course. So I am um, – I'm going to go with veiled racism. That's what I'm going to go with. We're going to stick, <laughs> we're going to stick with that assessment on that. Um, I'm actually right, going to agree. We, yeah. I wasn't originally, but the way you explained it, I, I tend to agree. Yeah, I think I think um, when you're, you know, I would, 
I, I don't know the makeup of Mississippi State's team. It's a team in the SEC. My presumption, my unfair assumption is that probably 70 or 80% of the players on his team are are African-American. No, hang um, on. Why is that an unfair assessment? Because you, when you look at college football in general... I'm guessing. Wouldn't that yeah, be an accurate statement anyway? Yeah, pretty much, unless it's Iowa or Wisconsin, yes. <laughs> Even Wisconsin <laughs> is about 70%. Yeah, Wisconsin probably is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm probably right. But, yeah, felt felt bad. Anyways, that's enough of that. Tony, why don't we jump over to the loggers of the week? Oh. Griff's logger of the week. Griff's logger of the week. Boy, Tony, I don't know. I haven't had a lot of lager this week. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I've, I've, um, you know what? I'll just take what I just drank. I drank a Metro Afterburner. That's pretty good. Uh, it's delicious. What what could I complain about there? I didn't go to Silver Stamp this week. Corey's had dog shit on for lager this week. Um, we were trying to find shit in the fridge that we could that we could drink. Um, I was drinking 90 shilling from Odell, which is good, but good it's, choice. you know, not lager, it's amber ale. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're just going to roll with the afterburner. That's pretty good. I, I liked it. Very good. How about you, Tony? Are oh, you drinking some oat, oatinger? Yeah. However you pronounce that. Give me some, some cheap Dan Murphy's, uh, beverages. Enjoy them. They're delicious. That would be my lager of the week. awful job of checking in my beers at this bottle share i went to the other day um untapped was down of course but um really not a great excuse um i do want to call it one beer i really did enjoy though uh this is called equinox autumnal it was from fontaflora whose beer i brought um this was a very unusual beer i think it's the most interesting beer i drank all week um this is a still imperial stout. Oh, interesting! A single old, a single old Forester barrel selected by the Charlotte Bourbon Society. Um, it was delicious. It was wonderful. No adjuncts. Very chocolatey. This had a deep kind of cocoa element to it, with a nice alcohol ethanol like bourbon heat to it. Yep. Um, the stillness did not bother me tremendously in any way or, or but it, that it actually felt like it accentuated question. the it accentuated the bourbon flavors a lot and and maybe the richness of it um and it was packaged in a clear bottle which i also loved so very interesting, interesting beer yeah yeah so with the um fact of it being still you miss the uh carbonic acid bite that traditionally comes with most carbonated styles yeah. Was it a concern that it might have been oversweet or they fermented it all the way out so that wasn't an issue? It was fermented all the way out. I would say it was sweeter than I expected, but I didn't find it painfully sweet in any by any stretch of the imagination, no. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that was great. Tony, how about you? 
Mine would be a beer by Bojack Brewing called Sidestep. I had a whole bunch of uh, Bojack beers. This is the first one that I've actually thought was quite good. Uh, it's a, a hazy New England IPA. I really thought it was a confident beer um, and a surprise considering I'd had a lot of their stuff and, and was underwhelmed. It probably says that, that hazy is a style that most people can nail and it's hard to get wrong. Either way, I enjoyed it. Sounds amazing. Love it. Uh, one more stout I'm going to throw out to you, Tony. Cool. Maybe a little mini untrapped for you. Uh, this one is from Jay Wakefield. I brought this one too. We drank it at this share. It's called It's For Me Ma. It was uh, Wakefield and Arcane Ale Works. Uh, it is an Imperial Stout. Uh, oh, this was the barrel age, though. No, I got to pick the barrel aged. There it is. Um, yes, there it is. Uh, For the win. This was a Imperial Stout aged in coconut rum and bourbon barrels with caramel, vanilla, coconut, and coffee. So what? So it's got 191 check-ins. It's 14%. Jay Four. Wakefield and Ar- Arcane. 4.33. Perfect. 4.39. Not quite perfect, but very close. Close yeah, enough to get the job done. 4.39 on that. But that was a great beer, too. I really quite enjoyed that one, too. So. And hell, the thing I'm drinking right now, which is some burial. Uh, Looks to a be a 6. hazy 6.5% burial hazy boy. This one's called the innate pattern of what was and will be 6.5%. That's a low one for them. Grungeist, Centennial, and Double Dry Hopped with Strata and Citra. Very nice. Good stuff. Sounds excellent. All right, Tony. That's our. That's the beers we liked. Oh, man. That was great. I loved them all. Um, I'm going to the Silver Stamp tomorrow. It's going to be cool. I'm going to drink some lager. Uh, anyways, uh, why don't we move on to some of that classic hyper beer nerd dork shit news all right tony i'm actually going to jump to the second one here we're going to save that top one okay there for the end um but you can look at it don't worry it's not secret so uh tony this is just some beer adjacent news um we can analyze the situation here um uh this is from the houston police department uh the Houston Police Department arrested a 33-year-old man, so too young to be me, uh, who police said threw a beer can at Senator Ted Cruz on Monday. Uh, this is at the Houston Astros victory parade uh, on Monday. Uh, police identified him as Joseph... Oh, I know how to pronounce his name, Tony, because I remember the basketball player. Joseph Archidiacono. Oh. Uh, he's being charged... <laughs> aggravated assault in connection with the incident according to the houston pd uh ryan archidiacono a temporary chicago bull i think still playing in a league though um so this happened at the victory parade and they threw a can at uh this feller threw a can at ted cruz it hit him in the chest and neck area he did not need medical attention uh he got arrested uh, he will probably be going to jail for too long for hitting ted cruz with a beer with a beer can now, upon the research, I did learn that it was not a beer can. I would like to correct uh, NBC on that. Controversial uh, misreporting. Ted, 
So I believe, uh, sadly for our show, and and I'm I'm surprised we have not been named uh, suspects uh, in this due to the due to this, but um, uh, it was actually two cans, and those were cans of hard seltzer, and it does appear that they were white claws. Oh, white claws! Of course, I know. Yeah, he threw two. He threw two white claws at Ted Cruz. It was actually two of them. Um, he was charged Monday night with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Oh, no. Uh, although I think a fair argument to say that two white claws don't meet the legal requirements <laughs> as deadly. I don't know. <laughs> they weren't even cold or frozen or anything. What the f- um, now, the way the um, link is formatted in the document, I thought this was going to be an even funnier story because I thought it was um, man arrested after throwing B at Ted Cruz and that would have been hilarious, throwing a B at Ted Cruz. But unfortunately we'll I misread it. Honey. But Ryan Archie Diakono... No, it was just a hard seltzer. Yeah. He's playing for the New York Knicks currently, so he's still in the league. Mm-hmm. And he... Now, Ryan Archie Diakono went to Villanova... He's number 15, Jumbo is retired. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he... Um, I don't know if he would throw a beer at Ted Cruz. I think he probably has too much to lose. Um, all right. Well, that's sad. I, 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 you know, I think that the problem is the white claws are bad optics, Tony. I don't know if you think that's true or not. Because now <laughs> yep. Ted Cruz can be like, oh, this little sissy lip boy threw his white claws at me. This silly boy. Yeah, you know, my face, my face looks like scrambled eggs. Um he uh so it, I mean if he had thrown two, you know, red can bud heavies at him, you know, you you at least you're like, well, you know, whatever. Um now he's got he now he's just got another angle to post. So Fuck that. But I stand with Joseph Archidiacono. I'm Yep. <laughs> I I uh I the only thing I hated is that he had to lose his red claws. <laughs> red claws? White claws. Sorry, white claws. <laughs> I'll try a red claw, see what you think. Um all right. And here's 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 some folks who appear in our news a lot, Tony, for being freaks. Um Hey, you remember Brewdog from every week of the show for the last 120 yep. weeks? Completely unproblematic. Um, non Yeah, they're normal. Um, no issue. Opening a bar in Vegas. Can't wait. So Brewdog is uh, calling themselves the proud anti-sponsor of the World World Cup. Um, what does that say in there? World Pea Cup? Yep. Very mature. Oh, that's not good. Um, I'm like, that can't be what it says. So all profits from their lost lager sold during the World Cup are, are going to go towards fighting human rights abuse. So, and, and they, of course, have this ad that says, first Russia, then Qatar. Or is it Qatar? Did we decide if it's Qatar or Qatar? It, it's Qatar, technically. But it's like my last name. Like, technically, it's... It's Moran, but I go as Moran because it's easier to fucking say. I'm rolling with Cutter. And then um, 
uh, then says, can't wait for North Korea. So why we, I don't know why we got to bring North Korea into this. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and apologize for, but just, it's just a shot for, for some reason. I don't know, whatever. So that's just stupid. It's boring, whatever. Fine. Uh, and if that was just where it stopped, you'd be like, okay, you know, that's something they're going to donate all the yep. proceeds from this beer. Um, uh, fine. Nothing wrong with that. Really nothing wrong with this on the surface other than, you know, whatever it's, it's them, but cool. So, uh, guess what got, guess what got found out pretty much immediately after. Well, it turns out that brew dog beers are actually, uh, still for sale, uh, despite uh, in cutter, despite this anti-world cup campaign, they signed a deal with the government distributor months and months ago so that they could sell brew dog beer in the Gulf state there. Um, uh, even though they've, they've become this, um, you know, activist here. Uh, they read, they released a statement in a statement released to Yahoo news. Brewdog admitted their beer was still on sale in Qatar, but insisted it doesn't mean they supported injustices. We don't sell direct into Qatar. We have a relationship with the distributor that sells into multiple middle Eastern countries, primarily into Dubai, but including Qatar. Um, they say Apple sells iPhones in Qatar. It doesn't mean it endorses human rights abuses. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> does it and um they say they don't either uh they will show world cup matches as the company believes they will make a lot more money from lost logger sales that will be donated to charity um now i've pulled it so i posted a follow-up article on this so if you want to go into the dock and click on that you can but they decided to um because they've been copying a little bit of backlash um they've have released several statements, but there was one in Just Drinks that Brewdog said, if people want to attack brands, maybe they're better off turning their attention to the likes of Adidas, Kia and Visa, who are the official partners of the international governing body FIFA. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know what's going on with this. I mean. But, like, you, yeah, you're called I, out for what, doing something they, shitty because you're being a hypocrite. Yeah, you're trying to call somebody else out who would who would just like doing business. But what they not... need to do, what they need to do is not post. Yes, they exactly. Have, they have posteritis. What they should have said is they posted their thing. Then they said what they said the other day, which is what I just read, which is, listen, we know our beers on sale on Cutter. We have distributors there. Uh, it's just part of our situation. It doesn't mean we endorse that. Thank you. Yep. And then. And then just shut up, and and we could talk. We can talk about it on here, you know, with our you know hundred million listeners or whatever. And uh, I'm sure other people are talking about it. And you say brew dogs, whatever. Um, and then everybody would forget. You know, we just sort of move on with our lives. You know, brew dog would continue selling <laughs> beer. Um, do I think it's bad that they're selling beer into the World Cup? Honestly, on its surface, I don't care. I guess you know. I mean, it's happening. What's yeah. what's wrong that's happening is that the World Cup is happening there. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what shouldn't be happening. Brew but, Dogs beer being there, I mean, okay, whatever. Uh, Goose Island, I mean, right, the, the sign that showed that somebody t took the picture of on Twitter that showed Brew Dog Punk IPA, right next to it was Goose Island IPA. I mean, whatever, you know. Yep. All this shit's going to be there. Budweiser is the goddamn presenting sponsor of the shit. 
you know um adidas is there fifa is there the players are going to be there um players we like are going to be there teams we like are going to be there uh it's they're doing it they're doing the world cup um the issue is on its surface whatever but yeah and they should have just stopped but now they got posteritis and they got to keep saying something yep um i i mean i get it that there's a hypocrisy aspect to it but at the same time if they had just said like what they said a couple days ago and said we're raising our money we're giving this stuff to you we here's our human here's the here's the human rights um uh foundations we are giving all the money to you can check them out and prove that they're real and good and all that stuff. It, it's going to be, we're going to tell you at the end how much money it is, all that stuff. They could have done that. That's what yeah. they should have made the conversation about. And instead it's like, what the fuck? Why aren't we la- Why aren't we pulling shit on Adidas? Yeah. What? You know, <laughs> but, but, at the same, but at the same time, they're using the same event to drum up sales regardless. And that's the hypocrisy. If they weren't using the event, and we're just calling out Adidas, Kia, and Visa. That that's fine, but they're using the event to to launch sales because they're not only selling Lost; they're selling all the other Brewdog beers in Qatar. Right. So that's they, really the issue. They they're using the same event, but they're putting themselves up on a pedestal as being better than these other right. breweries. They got to. They need to. They just have a. They can't be. They have no capability of being understated. Um, they can't just be make, make here, we're just going straight forward on this, you know, yep. um, everything we sell, Hey, even make it everything we sell of this beer or anything we sell of this beer, plus any beer we sell during a world cup match, we'll donate some percent of it. Cause you can't be, listen, you can't be in, you cannot be in England. I'm sorry. I don't care what bar you are. Good luck being in England or anywhere in Europe and not being able to play World Cup matches and yeah. ever have anyone in your car for a month. You know, <laughs> it's just that's just the deal. I get it. I'm yeah. gonna watch them. I mean, I'm I have I've guaranteed nothing. But I will I will be watching the World Cup. <laughs> but but don't promote yourself as, as the hero in this story no. when you're not. And they, you, that's what they shouldn't have done, right? Yeah. They should have just been normal. Yes. They don't need to make they don't need to say North Korea's assholes and Qatar's assholes and Russia's assholes. Fuck them. We're cool though. They probably yeah. should have just done some charity work and donated some money in a relatively quiet but you know, promote promoted enough fashion that would be classy. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, it's okay to say you're going to do it or that you did it. But otherwise, you just need to take it easy. You know, you got to you got to relax. Gang. Uh they just can't. They just they they have no capability of not being total fucking lunatics cuz they are. I mean, I guess that's yep. just what it is. So. Whatever. I'm sure we'll be hey, if you need to hear more about Brewdog, listen to the show in two weeks. I'm sure it'll be there. <laughs> uh, actually probably will be because the Vegas bar is opening in like three weeks. So. <laughs> up. Do I have to go, Tony? Should I go to yes, it? Yes, you have to go. Of course you have yeah, to go. I do. But I, have, I mean, am I a hypocrite? Because I'm like these guys fucking suck and I'm gonna go there and no. buy a nine dollar punk IPA. Because we don't okay, think- I'm cool. We don't think we're heroes. We'll, we will um, engage in in dodgy businesses. Like I still 
buy dodgy footwear. I still buy my clothes wherever they're cheap. Uh, I probably shouldn't. Probably should be a better human being. Probably shouldn't There's drink fruit of beer, but yeah, I but still it's, do. It's an impossible task, though, Tony. Um, it's, it's the same as people who I, I mean, I don't eat Chick-fil-A just because I don't like it. But the people who say, I'll never go to Chick-fil-A while they're driving their car into the Walmart parking lot, you know. Yeah, you know, or, or going through doing? in and out <laughs> driving. <laughs> Well, right. getting their craft yeah, supplies at Hobby Lobby. Yeah, they're even they're even better. Yeah. Um, all right, one more beer news story, Tony. Um, this is about uh, some non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer, Tony. So, yeah, the gang over at KDP, uh, famous company Keurig Dr Pepper, which I forgot was a company. Um, Keurig, I mean, I listen. Uh, hand me one of those two things. You want a Dr. Pepper or you want a Keurig? I'm going Dr. Pepper, you know, seven days, seven days of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, you can't make me drink anything out of a Keurig. I'll never do it again. You ever have a coffee out of a Keurig, Tony? I, I have only because I had one in my hotel I mean, room in Las Vegas. Absolutely I don't terrible. feel like it even – I get a headache because there's not – I mean, there, no caffeine seems to get extracted into yes. the cup. <laughs> the I water's got a brownish. Every time, I, every time I've ever had one, I get a headache at about 1 p.m. I'm like, fuck. Nespresso aren't much better, but curing, curing – Yeah, I've had those. Yeah. yeah. Um, so non-alcoholic beer maker Athletic Brewing has received a $50 million investment from Keurig Dr. Pepper that will make the publicly traded um, CPG giant a minority equity stakeholder in the business. So they get a seat on the board of directors. So Athletic Athletic Brewing makes NA beer. They're one of the ones I've never had. Maybe I should try them. You know, I'm... I'm out on... I'm not skeptical. Yeah, I'm not skeptical of NA beer because it's NA. I just don't think it tastes good. Yeah. I I have not had any that tastes good. And maybe there is a world where that would taste good. And I'm not actually skeptical of people being sober or no. Um sort of that stuff's fine. There's just better thing there's there's better non-alcoholic stuff to sip on. It's called LaCroix. Um Sure, Lacroix. I mean, I, I like my Soda Stream with some yeah, lime in it. I like Soda Stream. Maybe, maybe if I want something a little sweet, I'll drink a um, Coke. No, sugar. Trader Joe's make Trader Joe's making this lemon elderflower soda, like an Italian soda type. Like, delicious. I'll drink some of that. Yep. Anything else? Mocktail. Um, water I mean, out of the tap. Water, water out of a pond. I just, I just don't care for the alcoholic beer. So. Or the non-alcoholic beer. And and there is a big thing that non-alcoholic beer is the next big thing. It now makes up 0.6% of the beer market. I don't know, man. It's um it's it I don't think it's I don't think it's happening, you know. I, I think it's happening to the degree that it's happening right now. Yep. Is what Did, I suspect with non-alcoholic beer. But if you just read down a little bit further, it goes into the twenty-five um, existing investors, and um, boy, is that a that's right. I was going to mention shit that. Show so, of investors. Uh, Athletic has now raised around 173 million, including a 75 million Series C round in May. Uh, they have 25 uh, in existing um, kind of personal investors, it appears, and that seems to include. Um, okay, so we got TRB advice. And this is also a company that feels like it was created in a lab. So, 
it's like a some capital um equity firm yeah one of them equity firm so trb advisors alliance consumer growth and several celebrities such as nfl player jj watt restaurateur david chang tennis star naomi osaka and fashion model carly kloss all participated in that round so i mean they're gonna get some cash out of this maybe um so there's there's that for them. I was just gonna uh, say Athletic is the third largest. So they sold thirty two point two two five million dollars uh year to date so far. Um that's not very much, Tony. No. But what I was gonna Doesn't say that not seem like very much for I mean, I see athletic beer fucking everywhere across well, the country. I I don't know where you say it, but it, it Knowing the volume of beer brewed in Australia, um, those numbers are not big um, by Australian standards. So, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the by US standards, they're tiny. What I was going to say is if you're not following Dave Chang on TikTok, get on it because his posts okay. about um, steamers from the future, they're amazing. Great content. All right. All right. Okay, I, I I'm not a big TikTok player. Uh, my wife uh, gets in my a wife. Lot. Yep, my wife. She <laughs> loved the TikTok. Um, I don't know, dude. The TikTok she loves. Do more Yoda. Let's do more Yoda. <laughs> um. All right, Tony. Well, speaking of non-alcoholic beer, which I know I just said I'm skeptical of, I am. Uh, I thought we'd play a little. Uh, I thought we'd play a little game today uh, around some non-alcoholic beers, oh, and it's a yeah. This is a classic game we haven't played in a few weeks. It's a round of uh, this or that. Plink plunk plink plunk 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 plunk. This or that. Hi Tony. Yeah, athletic athletic beer sort of inspired me um, because I. Uh, it made me realize that a lot of these non-alcoholic beers are, are really aiming for the health crowd. Um, and they have the, they have healthy sounding names uh, or like, uh, I don't know, like you just got done working out type names or, or yep. like I was just doing yoga name. And uh, I, I realized that there's also been an influx here in the U.S. of new types of sports drinks, like your new. Like, I mean, I whatever we all. I drink Gatorade, uh, maybe once a week. Um, I have I have a Gatorade uh, before I go to bed because I'm I I, I want to avoid a hangover. <laughs> oh, so, okay, like gotcha. If, Sorry, I, like I thought you were just downing yeah. to have a good night's sleep. No, I'm no, like, no. What like if fuck? I go, like, I went to this bottle share. Um, I I got back and I don't buy the 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 jugs of it or the or the the um plastic bottle. I buy the powder. Oh, okay. And you put you put a half scoop of the powder, so like half the serving size. And then you put that in and you just put some water in there. Really it's probably just the water that's doing anything. Yes. But whatever. It does gets you to take the water down faster. Fine. You know, a little sweetness. You pound it. And then I go to bed and I wake up fine. Great. Works wonderful. What a week, you know. You can't be drinking those sports drinks often, though. Too sweet. Too much sugar. Not good for you. Um, but anyways, they have funny names. 
So they have very healthy sounding names or like very intense sounding athletic names. So I thought we'd play around here. Uh, Tony, you're going to have to tell me if this is a brand of non-alcoholic beers or if this name represents a brand of uh, sports drinks here in the U.S. Oh, this could be tricky. This is going to be a good one. So the first one I've got for you is called Defy. 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 D-F- D-F-Y. Oh, the spelling could be important on some of these. Oh, sorry, D- D-E-F-Y. My bad. My bad. Yep. Uh, it's not a weird spelling. Oh, I, I want to say sports drink, but... <sighs> no, you're defying the odds. This tastes so good. Because it's a non-alcoholic beer. It's terrible branding. That's my logic. That's how I'm getting there. Please tell me. It's a non-alcoholic beer. It's an NA beer. Tony Defy is a black-owned, woman-owned, veteran-owned sports drink uh, company. Good for them. They make... Yeah. So they have... uh, they actually have a number of sort of products along with the sports drink. So they have Defy Recover. Uh, they have some Defy Recover CBD gummies. They have Defy Boost Energy. I mean, they just have a whole line of like, I don't know. Does, does this stuff ever feel scammy to you? I don't of know. Course. These health drinks and shit like this. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, this is uh, this is Defy um everybody in here looks ripped uh as hell uh pretty cool so if if you run if you run into some defy you can get it at safeway albertson's Publix, strack and van till target sprouts king supers kroger hey that's that's a lot of kroger stories maybe you're maybe you're getting in on this so all right tony you're for one that's defy Let's move on to the next one if I can uh, get this thing to load. The next one I have for you, this is called Trio. Trio. T-R, but it's spelled T-R-E-O. T-R-E-O. See, that, with that sort of spelling, that makes me think energy drink because why would you do that weird spelling with an N-A-B and, and, and like, what are they aiming at if this is an NAB? You're having a, a trio of good times? I don't know. It just screams to me energy drink, so I'm going to go to the energy drink realm. That's where I think it is. Trio, I think, some sort of energy drink. All right. Tony, you are correct. Trio is not non- non-alcoholic beer. It is a, I would call it a sports drink or a hydration drink or whatever we call these things now. Trio is made with birch water. It has fruit and birch water. Um, so let's look at some of their flavors. They got strawberry, kiwi, watermelon, peach, mango, uh, blueberry, and raspberry lemon. Raspberry lemonade, sorry. And it's made with birch water. Birch water, it's Trio's main ingredient that's sourced from birch trees in Vermont. It contains a natural sugar called xylitol. Um, so there you go, birch water. There you go. Sports drink. So you're one for two. Would you try it? Would you drink the birch water drink? I guess I would. Yeah, I would. 
Next up I have for you, this is called Go. Called Go. Okay. Any weird spellings? Go. <laughs> I'm going to go with NAB. I can't see any sort of radical branding around that, any sort of health branding around that. That sounds like an NAB if ever I've heard it because a lot of these have really bland names. So I'm going to go with NAB. Is in fact a brand, a line of NA beers, non alcoholic brew that's better for you. Uh, Tony, this is from, wouldn't you know it, Naperville, Illinois. Small batch recipes, classic ingredients, and low calories. They have their Profit Hazy IPA, their Head On Wit Beer, their Street Cred Nitro Bold. Um, and their Sunbeam Pilsner and their Burn It Down IPA. So I don't know. Let's uh, why don't we why don't we keep a untapped rating on these fellers, huh? Yeah. Let's pick well, one. What's your favorite of those? What What do you like? What do you want to know the rating on? Pick one. They're all last, sixty calories and they're under a half percent alcohol. The last one sounds intriguing. So the while burn you burn it down. Yep. While you're looking that up. Birch water um, has traditional medical uses, uh, including gout in Belarus, um, infertility in the Czech Republic, um, hungry, it cures lung disease. But some of my favourite ones are the cosmetic uses of birch water, the prevention of baldness in the UK, but in the Ukraine, it prevents freckles. Oh, wow. I need some of that. So go, the go, uh, burn it down IPA has a mere six check-in, five check-ins, sorry. (laughs) So this is not popular among the untapped (laughs) crowd, I would say, not shockingly. And uh, this IPA style hoppy brew is inspired by fearless new beginnings and forever moving forward. Oh my God. Um, uh, So we just, it doesn't really give me a a um, comprehensive rating. James G., was there and he said has some hop happening um and then otherwise a couple 3.75s and a 3.5 so not horrible ratings no but with that um, smaller sample size i don't think we can count all people, precincts people feels like people come in expecting to be disappointed so um Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm probably being unfair. I wonder if I can find one that has any more check-ins than that. This is the, the profits hazy. Uh, okay, this has more. Uh, this has 12 check-ins. And, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of a haze to it. It's uh, 3.48 for the hazy IPA. So, I mean, that's not horrible. No, so, that's that pretty up. damn good. All right, actually. go. So you're two, you're two for three. The next one I'm going to give you is called... Uh, this is called... Hmm, boy, which one do I want to do? These are all so good. Uh, this one's called Right Side. Right Side has to be brewing, right? Like, Right Side Brewing, it has to be an NAB. This can't be an energy drink. It's got no pizzazz, no Red Bull, no monster. Right Side. Yeah, it's an NAB. Uh, Tony, you're right. Right Side 
is a beer. Uh, right side has, and here's their brands. I got a citrus wheat and an American IPA. That's it. Um, the citrus wheat is uh, it revol- revolutionizing the taste of your classic wheat beer. It's got notes of nodes, nodes of <laughs> fresh tangerine juice, banana, and a hint of banana and a hint of spice to tie down. Um, 3.38 on that. The American IPA is at 3.27 on 142 check-ins. That ain't too good. Um, balanced soft IPA with a medium body and a robust malt flavor. So, right side's based in Atlanta. Tony, you're three for four. You're killing it. Let's go with the next one. This one's called Tailwind. Tailwind. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a hard one to call. I could see that either being an energy drink, but for some reason I can see this trying to pretend to be an NA beer more than anything else. I, I do. It does have enough pizzazz to be an energy drink or a cleansing water or whatever you want to call it, but my instincts say that it is an NA beer, so that's what I'm going to go with. Tony, that is incorrect. Tailwind. Oh. Sports water, among other things, that it claims to be. Uh, Active hydration to stay refreshed and ready to go. Uh, Electrolytes, collagen, and vitamin C in here. So you've got, uh, it's got a uh, clean light flavor. It maximizes hydration. It's got collagen and vitamin C, and it's got no funky aftertaste. I mean, I, I didn't think it would have one. I don't know why we... The fact that you're saying that makes me almost wonder if it, <laughs> yes. if it has a funky aftertaste, really. Um, so what are our flavors here? I'm into the flavors. This has got like strawberry orange. Is this like tangerine grapefruit tropical? Why are they all orange? Um, tropical orange and cherry acai. Maybe that's the um, only way to get rid of the funky aftertaste. <laughs> God damn, this shit tastes strange. Um <laughs> There's a picture. Here's a lady pouring it in here. Um, let's see. Uh, we got a man hiking with a nice puppy dog. We got a guy riding his bike. We got lady in her comfy sweater trying to get hydrated. All right. Yep. Tailwind. That is sports drink. You got that one wrong. You have three, three for five, I think now. Yep, that is correct. Next up I've got for you. This is called best day. Best day. See, this one, like, I can see kind of like it, best day IPA. So immediately it should be an alarm bells that this isn't an NA, but I just can't get that out of my brain that best day IPA is a product that they have to be putting out, right? So it has to be NA beer. I can't get that out of my head. That's That's where I'm going with that one. Best day IPA. It's just too good not to be true. All right. Tony, you're, you're right. This is a beer. This has the best design aesthetic of any of the... Uh, of the um, Was I right? Did, did of any have... of these packaging. Yeah, it's a beer. This is non-alcoholic beer. Uh, they have a West Coast IPA at Kolsch and a hazy IPA. They have a very attractive look to them. Um, these are made in Northern California. 
Uh, it's uh, according to them, it is brewed for doers, surfers, climbers, early risers, free divers, chefs, gardeners, dancers, oyster farmers, dreamers, painters, first responders, mothers, fathers, runners, hikers, walkers, makers, ranchers, nurses, woodworkers, teachers, skiers, bikers, doctors, hot air ballooners, clowns, bakers, entrepreneurs, tree huggers, people huggers, photographers, pit masters, neighbors, snowshoers, fishermen, fisherwomen, foragers, fans, musicians, poets, lifeguards. And didn't say podcast or so, so we can just continue drinking full on beer, I think. Yep. You good with that? All right, cool. I am. Uh let, let's check a rating on let's check a rating on this one. Uh this one, best day. Let's do the best. We you know what I love looking at the IPAs. Uh the West Coast IPA is getting a three point three four on hundred twenty eight ratings. I mean that's still not super. Um Tastes like a bitter IPA. Um, happy Halloween, right? <laughs> uh, what else? Not much punch for a West Coast IPA. The aroma is that of another terrible NA beer. Flavor, not bad, though. Comes off more like an amber. God. Um, all right, but their design looks great. All their shit looks good. So you got that one right, Tony. Uh, you're doing good four for six for Tony. He's on a roll. And if my doc will come up here, we can uh, we can keep going. Here we go. All right, next one up I got for you. Oop, nope, that one. There we go. Uh, this one's called Roar Organic. Roar Organic. Roar like a like a lion's roar. Uh, I'm. See, I don't think that's a beer thing. I don't think there's enough organic barley out there for there to be. Um, an organic beer, maybe I'm they make not. Michelob, don't they make Michelob Ultra organic? Oh, they could do. Fuck. They do. They make that. That really exists. There you go. Zoe Kravitz was in the ad. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not shitting you. It's Michelob Ultra fanboy over there. I apologize. I didn't mean to cause offense. Now, you know, I love my Michelob Ultra. I do, and I, I apologize. I got to I got to be having my organic Michelob Ultra <laughs> uh, after I ride my Peloton bike. Well, I'm while you're riding your and pretty much, yeah. while you're riding your Peloton bike, I think you should refuel on this energy water sports drink, health tonic mm -hmm. beverage. Health, health tonic. <laughs> Nerve tonic, gonna give me gigantism. Um, Tony, you're right. This is in fact a, uh, this is in fact an a uh, hydration drink. Uh, Roar Organic comes in four flavors. It looks like we have Georgia Peach. That sounds like a nice flavor for a sports drink. I would have that. Cucumber, watermelon, mango, clementine, and blueberry acai. Boy, these these like small batch sports drinks are fucking obsessed with acai. Yep. Um, so this has been seen, guys, I mean, this has been seen in shape, mashed, runner's world, uh, well and good. Uh, the scroll is moving too slowly for me to see what else. BevNet. Uh, BevNet. Tapping my watch. BevNet, yeah. So this has been everywhere. It's got B vitamins. It's got 100% of your value of B5, B6, and B12. It's got your antioxidants, vitamins A, C, and E. And it's got your electrolytes. You, you know it's what plants crave, so you got to be having your electrolytes. I love when they just say, like, it has the stuff that you get in a multivitamin. 
that you pee out in a multi Yeah, exactly. I can just pee this out again. Great. Antioxidants, vitamins A, C, and E. Dude, I get that from the little red tablet. Shut <laughs> up. Eat a carrot or something. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? Um, okay, so Roar Organic, you got right. That's good. Oh, man, Tony, you're getting all these right. I apologize. You've only gotten two wrong. You're five for seven. Next up, this is called well-being. Well-being. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say that that isn't a cool enough name. For an energy drink. So I'm going to say that some corporation that is not beer involved has come up with this for their NA beer. I'm going to say NA beer without a doubt. This is my most sure bet. So it probably means I'm the most wrong out of all the bets that I make today. But I stick with it. NA beer. Yeah, you're right. It's an NA beer, Tony. Um... And I do think it got come up with by some corporation. And actually, the, this one, the Victory Wheat was calling it a sports brew. So I, sh- I should get credit for it, too. But um, <laughs> this looks stupid. Tony, it costs eight ninety nine for an, a six-pack of this. A little over Isn't the money. Isn't that crazy to you? Yep. It's eight ninety nine for a six-pack of Celebration Ale. <laughs> Crazy. This isn't as good as I don't. I mean, forget the alcohol part. Whatever you don't have to. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not in college. I'm not paying for the getting wasted part. No. But this shit does not taste as good as Celebration <laughs> Ale. Nor do I believe it costs as much to make. Well, look at maybe. Look it up on Untapped. Let's see if it is as good as Celebration. Let's compare the two. All right. Let's, Let's see if they're the within a tenth of each other. In, the well-being intentional IPA. Like, come on, that has to be a soulless, soulless um, venture capital yeah, fund. It has a 3.44. So, actually, it's one of the better ones So we've seen. Two and a half thousand check-ins. Wow, a lot um, of check-ins. Delivers the distinctly and delightfully bitter characteristics of mosaic and citra hops, refreshingly, refreshingly punctuated with pineapple and peach notes. A nice alliteration. The sessionable IPA offers a well. Of course, it's sessionable. It's non-alcoholic. <laughs> I, I would really worry if, if you're getting one of these and they say, "Oh no, you can only have four ounces of this," and then you can't finish this. Yeah. Um, full-flavored, alcohol-free experience for any intentional occasion. Intentional. Stop saying that. Um, color. Color looks good on it. Um, pours nice. Looks. I mean, it looks. It looks the part of a beer. Yeah. Um, I'm skeptical on the. I I will remain skeptical on the flavors. A three point four four. I mean, so what's celebration ale? Just for just for shits and giggles. Two point uh, three point seven three point seven three. I mean, unfair to celebration ale. It's it's a five wow. star beer all the way. But, um. Anyways, they were making it. They they do have the NA Brews pilot project and they're making a pumpkin beer there too so you could have gotten some na pumpkin beer which sounds really sweet to me i don't that sounds enjoyable um so you got that one right tony 
you're you're on a roll. Uh, let's move on to we have two left. This one is called Rationale. Again, no way that this could be a sports drink. Um, if it was a, a sports hydration lifestyle beverage, whatever, it'd just be called Rash. So this is an NA beer. Nobody's going to drink something that's called Rash. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> going to drink something that's called Rational. Rationale. Rationale. Sorry. Um, I apologize. And you're probably right. Uh, you are probably right, Tony, because this is non alcoholic beer. You're right. Um, they make a citrus hazy IPA, a West Coast IPA, a Mexican lager, and a New England hazy IPA. So they're going full in on IPAs. Mexican lager. Which I would say. Look, look that shit up. You want me to look up the rationale Mexican lager? Yep. All right. I know they're going heavy into IPAs, but we've done a lot of, like, IPAs and how they score. I want to see something with less hops. Let's see how that scores. Let's see whether that outscores a Natty Light. 3.52. It does outscore a Natty Light. Sonoma, California. Wow. Uh, Classic Mexican lager with a crisp and refreshing flavor to quench your thirst. Um, That's not bad for a Mexican lager. Um, That's a genuinely good score. Now... I wonder whether these get a bump, and this is not to have anything against these people, but say if you're a um, recovering alcoholic and this becomes an outlet and you really actually enjoyed the flavour of the beer, do you think they get a pump up because of that? Um, or do you think it's just I think people they get, in general? I think like you them? get credit for making – I think non-alcoholic beer has been so bad. And if you make something even borderline palatable – um, you will get you will get a boost. Yep. Um, I would try this rationale stuff though. Uh, let's let's peek at let's peek at an IPA here. Let's see, let's see what they're doing with with an IPA. Uh, out of curiosity, morbid curiosity. Oh, these are pretty good, Tony. The citrus hazy has a three point six nine. That's a now, fine Tony. School. Now it only has fifty eight ratings. Now, to be fair, I would never drink a hazy IPA that had a 3.69. True. Like alcoholic one in a million years. I'd be like, oh, there's something wrong with that because <laughs> hazy IPAs hit, hit, are hitting the four mark more often than not. But, um, I mean, it looks hazy. It's, it's got the look about it. You know, it's sure. I would, I would definitely try it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't turn my nose up. It says outstanding NA, so close to a full strength in flavor, nose and mouthfeel. My favorite NA beer by far. Uh, holds its own to a lot of full ABV IPAs. Okay, you know maybe this rationale stuff has its uh, shit together. Has some uh, has some legs to it. I don't know if I can find it. To quote um, Roxette, she's got the look. All of these feel like they were created in a incubator lab though for the record i just want that to be clear all of these na companies feel like feels like a bunch of different people that were on the epstein logs got together <laughs> came up with these you got you got all of the na beers right tony it's amazing and that's well, why it, it does give away what the last one was the last one tony you were going to get is called core yep so that that that's that's some 
That's bold text. Yeah, that's some that's energy some drink. drink shit right yeah. there, yeah. I, I apologise for, for being good at the game. Better not. You're good at this or that, Tony. <laughs> You're often good at this or that. This is true. Um, but I but I love coming up with these funny things. Core core happens to be a nutrient enhanced water. Uh, <laughs> the sport sport waters are one of my favorite scams, dude. Um, it's it's really good. We came up with one like fifty years ago with Gatorade, and and now Gatorade marketed itself in funny ways and and unique ways. But in the end, Gatorade is for people who have just done a very hard workout. And they need to replenish kind of the core things about uh, that your body might lose in that time, which is like what sugar for energy boost, water, the big one, and like salt, salt, salt for lack of a better term, sodium. Yes, and uh, and maybe maybe some level of potassium is in there too. Sure, but those are your kind of two, you know, your electrolyte balance. You know, you got to get them in line. And it really was not that complicated. And now we're doing this shit like nutrient enhanced hydration, fucking delivery systems, and all this. I mean, it's just fucking insane, dude. It's well, just. I've got an idea for new. Drink water. If you're just living a normal life and have a normal exercise setup, you just drink water. Well, I've Go with got an water. Idea for- it's pretty good. And eat a normal diet. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I've got I've got an idea for a new company. Bear with me here. Nutrient dense water. Mm-hmm. It's sold through a multi level marketing scheme. <laughs> and you can only buy it with crypto coin. <laughs> All right. The crypto coin's a new that's a good one. Okay. Uh I, I would get on that. Now I'm now you're talking. I can only buy Doge water with Dogecoin. Now my favorite scam energy drink ever is a drink called Rich Energy. Rich Energy stole their logo from a mountain bike um, company that actually make mountain bikes. Uh-huh. And they sponsored the American Formula One team, Hass. Yet it turned out they didn't have any money and didn't end up paying for the sponsorship. Um, it is a really bizarre scandal. You can look it up on YouTube. You can look it up on the interwebs. Um, rich energy is really, really bizarre. It, apparently, it tastes like a flat, undercarbonated Red Bull. There used to be a sports drink that had carbonation, I swear to God. If anyone yeah. remembers what sports drink had carbonation in it, post it in the Discord. It was a Schweppes one in Australia, an energy drink that had carbonation. It was probably no the energy drinks. I, I a lot of them do, but I think the, oh, like the no. Gatorade type drinks yeah. with the yeah, that's what yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, but very it strange. Might have been marketed under Pepsi in America because a lot of the Schweppes um, sports drinks or or drinks in general are marketed under Pepsi in the US. So yeah. All right, Tony. Why don't we tell? Uh, why don't we get out of here and tell everybody where they can find us if they want more of this stuff? Yeah, if they want some more of this good stuff, they can uh, check us out on Instagram. Why should K actually pointed that out on poker when, on Monday when I was playing with him? He said that we'd posted. So we are at Beer Engine Pod. Thank you, the Twitter related company, aren't they? Oh no, they're Facebook. 
their brothers to no Facebook. That's Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. Thanks, Zuck, for the for the uh, push notification that you sent out we, to people. We, we, we salute you. So we are at Beer Engine Pod on Instagram. If you want to email us, beerengineshow at gmail.com. That would be a nice break if somebody was to email us, even some sort of nonsense rather than just getting emails from the next place I'm going to recommend and strike. <laughs> and that is ko-fi.com forward slash Beer Engine Podcast. Give us some dollars. We need to try all this non-alcoholic beer. We cannot afford mm. the cost of those six-packs. They are making us broke. We want to try this yeah. NA beer. Now, why would I – and the problem is you buy one. Uh, usually you buy an expensive beer, and then you get kind of half tipsy off it, and then you buy the next expensive beer. But this one, you buy one, you're like, that's $11.99 for a four-pack. And now I'm not even drunk enough to go get the next one. What can you do? Big problem. Problem. Just chase uh, it with shots gang, of vodka. If you want to join our Discord, which I recommend you should do, you should just drop us a note on Instagram or send us an email. Uh, like Tony said, Instagram is Beer Engine Pod. Send us a DM or email Beer Engine Show at gmail.com. Just let me know, and I will get you in here for the fun uh, and all the beer pictures. Tony, any final statement yeah. to give? I wonder if anybody's ever. For a week. I wonder if anybody's ever done a Jaeger bomb with an NAB. A Jaeger bomb with an NA beer? Yeah. A Jaeger bomb's with uh a Jaeger bomb is with uh Red Bull though. Well, yes. So you're thinking I'm thinking oh. like a sake bomb. Would yeah. anyone do a sake bomb with a with an NA beer, right? That's what I'm thinking. Or like a boiler maker. Boiler maker. Boiler, boiler maker. maker. That's what I'm thinking of. With an <laughs> NA beer. That's yeah, and some NA whiskey, just really any more. No, no, mix the two. Go right. non-alcoholic on the part that doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, fair enough. Okay, all right, gang. We will talk to you in a week. So long. Farewell. <laughs>